is Friday the 28th of June and day eight of the African Cup of Nations 2019. Welcome to Egyptian Dream, our podcast about AFCON 2019, brought to you by the team here at Planet Sport Football Africa at Passion for Sport. I'm Liam Flint and coming up, we'll be reviewing yesterday's matches, which served up to heavyweight clashes in Group C as Sadio Mane's Senegal took on Riyad Mahrez's Algeria. And of course, Kenya took on Tanzania with both teams desperately needing a win. There's also one match in Group B, which saw Minnow's Madagascar take on Burundi. And we're going to have Ida Waringa joining me to analyse the games. Plus, we'll be getting stuck into some of your comments on social media, hearing all about your predictions and your standout performances so far. But we start with yesterday's matches and Group C. And if you needed a match to well and truly get you excited, to wake you up, then the prospect of Senegal versus Algeria certainly did that. Only a solitary goal could separate the sides and it went the way of Algeria as they came away 1-0 winners thanks to a goal from Youssef Belayli. Liverpool's Sadio Mane cut a frustrated figure for much of the 90 minutes and his mood didn't improve after he wasn't awarded a penalty, which in hindsight seemed to be a reasonable case in the second half, how much that could have changed the game. So all this means that Algeria are safely through to the last 16, while Senegal still have work to do, they're not there yet. And elsewhere, in the East African derby, Kenya and Tanzania played out a cracker 3-2 it finished and it went in the favour of the Harambi Stars with Michael Alunga scoring twice up front for them. So for Kenya, happy days. Kenya are now in contention to qualify for the next round whereas Tanzania have to face the reality of going home after losing both of their games so far. And to wrap it up in Group B, the early kickoff, we saw Madagascar overcome a spirited Burundi 1-0, meaning that they are now in a strong position to progress themselves, whilst Burundi joined Tanzania in that state of elimination. Right, I'm very pleased to say that I'm joined by Ida Waringa, a pundit based out in Nairobi, Kenya. She's here to discuss all of these results further with me now. So Ida, the first of Thursday's game saw Madagascar, who'd impressed many in their opening game against Guinea, face off against Burundi, who had lost their opener 1-0 to Nigeria. What were your thoughts on that game? Had you asked me this question before the start of the second round of games, then I'd have probably agreed that it would be a battle for third place. But the sudden twist of events, Flint, I mean Nigeria's win over Guinea, who many thought would be a draw, then Madagascar edging Burundi has thrown the group wide open. Madagascar are now second in Group B behind already qualified Nigeria and are just three points ahead of Guinea, who might come to rule that first draw against the tournament newbies. Of course, the last round of group games will determine everything, but Madagascar stand a very, very decent chance of going through to the round of 16 and in their first ever Nations Cup. I mean, who would have guessed it? This game featured two teams taking part in their first Afghan, but from how Madagascar have been playing, you wouldn't know it. Burundi, on the other hand, have been rather timid in their showing. Now, the Barrea haven't been intimidated. We saw that when they faced Guinea in their opener, and we saw it again versus Burundi. Now, Burundi were actually well composed in defense, and their goalkeeper Jonathan Nahimana looked good in between the posts, but I feel like for everything their defense had, then their attack lacked. And especially with Stoke striker Sadio Berahino, who's had a rather poor showing in Egypt, his subbing in the second half was very justified, and the team seemed to wake up following his exit. 
there was that attempt at goal from Razat barely three minutes after his captain had been subbed. But ultimately, what a goal from Madagascar in the 76th. Beautiful free kick there. And you know, the Malagasy names have been tormenting the commentators, so I'm not even going to try it. But it's a couple of firsts for Madagascar. It's a First Nations Cup in the country's history. The win over Burundi was their first ever victory at an Afghan. And it might just be their first ever round of 16. Amazing stuff. The Nations Cup proving to be a place where dreams can come true, Flint. Yes, very true, Ida. Madagascar are definitely punching above their weight as if they've played in 10 AFCON tournaments already. Amazing story developing there. And of course, then there was the great anticipation between the Group C clash of giants Senegal and Algeria. Senegal with the UEFA Champions League winner Sadio Mane against the 2015-16 PFA Players Player of the Year, Riyad Mahrez. Such quality on show. Ida, did the game live up to the pre-match hype for you? Great game plan, spoiled only by the refereeing. I'll get to the officiating in just a minute, but looking at how things stood prior to the game, there was lots of talk surrounding Senegal being title favourites, and while that may still be, I was also very impressed by Algeria. To their credit, the Desert Foxes have been fluid and dangerous. A few days ago, we were talking about Tanzania's physical game, but I don't think anything can compare to what we saw between the Foxes and the Taranga Lions. 52 fouls, Flint. 52. And 34 of those were by Algeria. Senegal were taking hit after hit, and despite the Taranga Lions being physically bigger, at some point looked like they couldn't keep up. Belaili's goal proved to be the difference, but I felt like Baghdad Buneja was a constant threat to Senegal. But back to the officiating, Gianni Sikazwe made some really questionable decisions on the pitch there. We're talking about a referee here who was provisionally suspended by CAF for his handling of a Champions League match. And on this, a Nations Cup platform, his refereeing once again had more questions than answers. The game saw Sadio Mane make his Afghan 2019 start, and it will be a game to forget for the Liverpool star. How the Zambian referee denied him what was a clear penalty is still beyond me, Flint. I mean, Mane was literally wrestled to the ground by the Algerian players, yet Sikazwe kept it moving. Credit to Sadio, who's always been a calm personality for keeping his cool, because not many would. I will admit that there's lots of anxiety on this side over Senegal facing Kenya in their last group game, many saying that they will be looking to unleash their frustration over their match with Algeria and that Kenya will be the victims. We'll just have to wait and see. But it's two wins out of two for Algeria who qualify for the knockout stage with a game to spare. The last time they did this was back in 1990 on their way to winning their only Nations Cup so far. So do you think this could be a sign of good things to come for the Desert Foxes, Flint? Absolutely, Ida. It may well be time for them to make a run at the trophy, along with their somewhat physical approach, as you've already alluded to. And of course, it'll also be interesting to see how the Taranga Lions pick themselves up after this defeat. Job not done for them yet. Well, last but by no means least, on Thursday, Kenya versus Tanzania, the two East African neighbours battling it out with most likely a third place finish at stake in Group C and maybe a path through to the round of 16. Ida, what was the reaction there in Kenya to the way it all panned out? Because it was a cracking game. 
It was absolutely amazing, Flint. And maybe sentiment might be getting in the way, but it was the most entertaining game of the Nations Cup so far, at least to me. I mean, end-to-end staff, goals galore, and of course, a win for Kenya. Let's listen in to what some fans had to say following the result. It's a good feeling, at least we slept well. <laughs> it's a good feeling. Uh, it revives our hopes of uh, qualifying for the, the, the round of 16. I think it's a big deal for Kenya. Uh, that match was, there was a lot that was riding on that match. And uh, Kenya put on a good performance. They came back each time we, they were... When Tanzania scored, Kenya was behind. The second goal, again, Kenya was still behind, but they came back and then even scored the final goal. There was a, a measure of uh, resilience that the Kenyan side showed. There's still lots of improvement to be made by the Kenyan team, but the most important thing, at least for me, was the fight back. That's what was missing from the initial game versus Algeria. Now versus Tanzania, the Harambe Stars twice went down and they twice came back. And not only that, but they played for a win. Olunga with a deserved man of the match and Eric Johanna, who we'd actually interviewed on Planet Sport last year, with a brilliant assist. That run from the opponent's half was simply sublime. The players really came out of that shell that they'd cocooned themselves in in the first game. Tanzania effectively out of the nation's cup, their first in 39 years, but Kenya's next game as well won't be an easy one. They face Senegal, and as I said earlier, lots of trepidation over the fact that the Taranga Lions will definitely want to avenge that loss to the Desert Foxes, and that may come at the Harambe Stars' expense. But the fans will think about that on Monday, Flint. For now, it's celebrations galore here in Nairobi. Great stuff. Thanks for your insight, Ida. It certainly sounds like the fans are believing that the Harambee Stars can continue their AFCON journey. Right, it's time to check in on social media. And as always, thank you for getting in touch with us with your thoughts and predictions for the tournament. So let's start in the Gambia with Musa Gibber. He says, Mali and Benin have really impressed me with those teams, especially Benin. I was not expecting that, that from them. I was expecting that the Black Stars would have an easy game, but that was never the case. Their number 10 was exceptional. Um, Beswick and Waka in Malawi. AFCON is our own competition. I'm pleased with the way it started. I've been impressed with Nigeria so far. They played a better, fast and passing game. Tony Correa in the Gambia says it's been amazing so far. Looking at the teams like Senegal and Cameroon, they've been the standout teams for me. Cameroon versus Ghana on Saturday. I deem as the game of the tournament. What a game it will be. But I'll still root for Cameroon. Looking at the way they play, it's just superb. Yeah, very good point there, Tony. Massive game coming up on Saturday. Cameroon versus Ghana. Don't forget that. Stick it in your diaries. And Sam Chikwalira in Malawi says, Burundi have been fantastic. Hope to see more from them and their players. They're not yet, but they may soon be in the last 16. And we'll finish with Campo, who's also in the Gambia. And he says, the AFCON is going fine. The team that has impressed me the most is Senegal. They have an amazing chance to win this tournament. Their special player to watch is their young star, Jatta, who scored a great solo goal against Tanzania. Thank you, as always, for all those comments. We really appreciate you getting in touch. Great to hear what you're making of this great tournament as Egypt host in 2019. Now remember if you'd like to send us your comments at any time on what you're seeing in AFCON or if you'd like to put a question to us then just get in touch. You can drop us a message or a voice note on WhatsApp and the number you need is plus four four seven nine double five two three two 
780. That's plus four four seven nine double five two three two seven eight zero. But we're out of time for today. Some great games coming up shortly for you to look forward to with the Group E early kickoff between Tunisia and Mali. And then it's over to Group D for a double header that first sees the Ivory Coast take on Morocco, followed by the Southern African rivalry that is South Africa versus Namibia. Amazing games coming up today. So if you'd like to send us your comments on what you're enjoying, do get in touch. You can drop us a message or voice note at any time, as we've already said. And that number again, plus four four seven nine double five two three two seven eight zero. But until then, a massive thanks to Ida Waringa out in Nairobi. And don't forget, we'll be heading out to Cairo ourselves tomorrow, where myself and reporter Tom Ellis will be producing daily features and keeping you up to date with the best action from AFCON 2019. I'm Lynn Flint, and you've been listening to Egyptian Dream from Planet Sport Football Africa, which is production of Passion for Sport.